Testing, testing. This test, is not kayfabe. Test. We are full on shooting. Yeah. Full on shoot. All right, shoot let's start. Oh. I've been recording for the last minute and a half. I'm an ass man. Bow. Okay, <laughs> I got to start this. All right. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to Tales from the Kayfabe. This is Kevin Devine. Hello. And 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 who who's across the table from me? I'm Jack. That's... I'm right here. I am right, I am I am next to Jack. You, I am right here. I am Matt. And you don't talk like that. Okay. I don't talk like that. Alright. That's it's Matt. already off to uh, a weird guys, fucking start. And and please, we have we have special we have a special guest here. Um. Uh, uh. My my friend. Uh. From work. Uh. Who we talk about wrestling all the time. Uh. His name's Sean Emily. Hey, Sean. Yeah. How's it going? Uh. I. I feel very overhyped now. This is gonna be slightly disappointing. Yeah. But, no. But hang in there, guys. It, it's still gonna be good. Just no. Look, we got two experts at the table and two sexperts. Sh- expert. Me and Sean. Matt. Sean might yeah. be more of an expert than myself. Uh, he has been Spoiler watching... Spoiler alert, not in sex, though. Like, I, I got the wrestling part down. <laughs> no. Which precludes That's why I said me and Matt are the sex yeah. friends. Yeah. We're, we're, we're on the other side. I'm sorry. That's uh, how it goes. Um, <laughs> so, I, I, even though we do this a, a week in advance, uh, uh, we had uh, uh, two wrestlers die in one day I on Friday. I saw that. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll cover one quickly because we don't have a lot on her. Uh, Nicole Bass, um, she was a wrestler for a little bit in the eighties, um, mostly the late nineties. Uh, oh, late nineties. Yeah, she was a pro bodybuilder in the mid and late eighties. Now, and- more people might know her. She was actually a member of Howard Stern's Whack Pack. Yes, very uh, much. So. And how Stern loved her. And if you ever, she's actually in the movie Private Parts. If you guys ever seen Private Parts, uh, have you seen it, Matt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember? I've seen all the private. They were parts trying to I'm get a sexpert. There you go. Sexpert. You are a sexpert. They they were trying to get a uh, crackhead Bob to say uh, like Howard goes to New York and like they couldn't get him to do it. So then they replaced him with that female bodybuilder. Yeah, yeah. That's Nicole Bass. Oh, okay, and. She has a great line that even made my mom laugh very hard. Where she's like, "Did that sound too masculine?" Or it was more like, "Did that sound too masculine?" And and Baba Booey just goes, "No, it was very feminine." No. <laughs> but she did kind of talk like, "I don't know." Like it was that very deep, like husky woman. Yeah, husky. On, on the show, they would make fun of her. They would do like a Herman Munster voice. <sighs> yeah, <laughs> she actually had. We eulogize people weird on this show. Well, I will say, yeah, here's let's what I talk I'll, about their their foibles. No, here's what I'll say. Um, so she was late nineties. Yeah. Uh, she had. I'm not too sure about this. She had some sort of lawsuit with the WWE, uh, where she was even like. I remember hearing on Stern like ten years later, she was still. She was still like trying to sue the WWE, but it wasn't working. And like, I just Fred would always do the voice of, "I demand justice." <laughs> like, yeah. So Aww. that's why whenever I think of her, that's Aww. I demand justice. The the, the lawsuit's weird because she was claiming sexual harassment. Okay. Uh, from a guy in the office named uh, Steve Lombardi. Uh, if you're, like if you're watching creep. wrestling, he was the Brooklyn Brawler back in the eighties. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um, the scuttlebutt about Steve Lombardi is that he's gay. I do not know this for sure. Mr. Lombardi, please too. don't sue me. 
but you're not getting it's gonna be that, my that, that my was, ass on the line and i'm not I, an llc uh, yet uh, to, to quote the current leader of the free world, that's a thing I saw on the internet. Yeah. Um, yes. He, um, yeah, we don't know. That's the rumor. That, that, yeah, that, that's the scum. That's the it's part. a ledge. We don't know, but okay. So it, it, it just let made, me add it. Him. just I'll makes it very out. funny that uh, considering <laughs> Put the, him in a room. The, 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 the suit was dismissed, and the, the main thing is it was just really funny of all people to pick. It's you, the you, alleged you, gay you, guy. Yes. I heard he was bisexual, though, so who knows? I don't think it matters. You can sexually yeah. harass anyone. Yeah, yeah. You don't no have matter. to. I mean, yeah, I could be sued for sexual harassment if a female coworker and once, doesn't want me touching her boobs. And once yeah. you get my paperwork, you... <laughs> Well, I, okay, I, I don't know what just admi- happened. Admittedly, there. I slept through most of that seminar, so yeah. this has been a very <laughs> enriching experience for me. Um, so Nicole Bass, uh, uh, rest in peace. Uh, uh, I want to go back to is... something real quick. Yeah, Matt, did you just call me call yourself my female coworker? Uh, yes. <laughs> Well, I've been transgender for years. How dare you judge me? <laughs> uh, listen, hey, I, look, my, I'm not my wife and I, I'm my wife and I have it. gone through a series of very technical and complicated things to make me look like a man, and mm-hmm. uh, we had a donor so that she could get pregnant. Listen, it's it's a it's a whole thing. She's uh, my just real quick, um, Nicole Bass, rest <laughs> in peace. In terms of actual wrestling, her career was a couple years of, uh, but she does actually have one, like, interesting little historical nugget. Ooh. Uh, she was in the match that went on immediately after Owen Hart fell off the roof. Uh, oh, at God. Over, at Over the Edge 99. She had to follow an actual death? Yeah, it, it was a it was a mixed tag. It was... Wait, uh, hold have, on. Have we talked about this? I don't think so. Okay, okay. real quick. Okay. Owen Hart was a... Uh, we've talked about Owen Hart before. Yeah, 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 yeah. He had a gimmick called the Blue Blazer? Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, in the late 80s, Owen Hart came out. Uh, he, he was a masked wrestler called the Blue Blazer. Didn't last too long. Like, they didn't really do much with him. But in 99, as a joke, they decided, okay, well... Um, all of your friends have basically quit the company so we can fuck with you however however yeah. we want. So we're just going to make you the Blue Blazer again. It's going to be a great idea. I, we got a great idea for you, Owen. It's going to uh, be great, <laughs> Owen. So he would, he would get lowered he would get lowered by wires from the rafters, get lowered by wires into the ring and be in this Blue Blazer costume. And I think, yeah, it was, so he'd be in the costume and uh, he slipped and fell. Yeah, the, and. I've heard two different stories with this. What did, did he hit the post or the ropes? Uh, the post. The, the thing okay. was, they were going to lower him down, and he had like a little quick release thing on his chest. He was supposed to get like a few feet down, and then it was going to stop. He was going to kind of spinal tap it for a few mm-hmm. seconds, like, oh, no, I can't get out. And then he was going to somehow release. kind of, yeah, hit this quick release without trying to make it too obvious, and he was just going to tumble into the ring, and ah, everybody gets to laugh at the Blue Blazer. Uh, somehow the quick release got triggered 75 feet in the air. So Owen Hart just comes just shooting into camera view, just off the post and in the ring. Yeah. They're, they're showing uh, like a video vignette. So you don't see it live on the pay-per-view, but when they come back after the video, uh, Jerry Lawler and Jim and Jim Ross are clearly very concerned about something. 
and they're uh-huh. not no. they're not doing a very good job of explaining what's going on. Now, before we move any further, yes. my brain just registered that you said after this man died, they kept wrestling. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. It, it's I very it, it's very circusy. The I show really, must go on. I really don't know what would make them just stop dead cold. <laughs> No pun intended. Yeah, yeah. This is a company that's wrestled through deaths, through power outages, to the point where they had they did the show again two days later when the power came back. Mm-hmm. Vince McMahon will put on the show through anything. Yeah, and um, it, it was so they're they're trying to resuscitate Owen Hart. Uh, they get they get EMTs there and they take they take them. They finally get them out of there. And the match that's supposed to go on next is a mixed tag. It's uh, Tales from the Kayfabe legend Val Venus mm-hmm. and yeah, Nicole yeah, Bass. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, um, and Nicole like, Bass? Yeah. What? <laughs> versus last week's hero, Jeff Jarrett. And, oh, I think I've seen this. And his wife, Deborah. Yeah. And Val Venus has talked about basically they're standing right behind the curtain ready to go out. And they don't know what's going on really. Then all of a sudden, he, they just see EMTs coming by with Owen, and Val says, "Oh, Owen's just." I looked at Owen, and Owen was gone. Yeah, Owen was so there. So yeah. they, you know, so they go <laughs> shuffling off, you know, out of the arena. And Vince just kind of looks over and goes, "All right, Val, we're hearing your music in five, four, three. Oh shit! Hello, ladies. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, ladies. <laughs> and like, okay, here yep. we go." Man. Um, I mean, uh, Jerry Lawler had a cardiac arrest at the announce table and they still kept going. Uh, they, yeah, they, 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 I don't know what will yeah, make the, them Yeah, the match stop. never skipped a beat while they're treating a man for a heart attack. Yeah. 50, 20 feet away. You just heard like a little bit of like commentary, like, uh, that was a suplex. Like you hear, you hear like Michael Cole just like, uh, yep, there's a suplex and, and he Irish whipped him against the ropes. Yeah. God damn it, keep talking, Michael. Keep, keep yeah, talking, Michael. Yeah, and Michael's yeah. crying. I got an idea. <laughs> keep talking. And Michael's crying because he's, he's, his friend just, like, passed out on the table. And, like, I'm sure Vince yelled at him because Michael Cole's supposed to be a heel at the time, a heel announcer. Uh, and so he's probably like, damn it, you're a heel. And he's just like, this guy sucks. Dying, <laughs> um. Okay, so enough about that. Uh, although... Damn. Who was uh, the other person that died this week? Who the other person? Who, we're going to talk about him because he's got some really good stories. Okay. Um, George the Animal Steel. Yes. Yes. Uh, George the Animal Steel, one of my oh. early favorites. So George the Animal Steel, this was seventies and eighties. Yeah, George Steel had a really long run. Yeah. Uh, started like in the late sixties. Oh damn! Uh, in Pittsburgh. So George was one of the original scary guy wrestlers in yeah. WWE. Yeah, I remember him like biting, mm-hmm. biting the turnbuckle. Yeah, he, he was, ate. Like, he was the guy who up. ate the turnbuckle. He yeah. ate the turnbuckle. Um, so one of the the thing was with him, he was this big kind of monstrous guy. He uh, he, it looked like he was wearing a sweater when his shirt was off. He was this hairy, hairy, hairy dude. My type. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Yeah, he, 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 he's very much if if you're in the bear community, George the Animal Steel was right. Was, the well, hell I God. mean, he's a the bear. 
he he's had, the animal. He had a green tongue. Perfect. Yeah, he had a green tongue, and he just looked. I confused. had a green tongue once. Uh, what happened? I ate fun dip. Oh, there you go. Good, Good. for GA for Jack. Yeah. I just George, learned what George. fun dip was this weekend. <laughs> so, Thanks, honey. <laughs> so he um. Okay. All right. Matt's making himself pop more than anything. <laughs> it's my it's my fault. It's my fault. Uh, so George like had this strange look about him. He was also, and I learned this the other night. Oh, by the way, real quick, uh, WWE did a uh, tribute to George Steele, not Nicole Bass. Just saying. Some wounds never heal. Some wounds never heal. Someone's still trying to sue the company. They were all right with China. She had wounds yeah anyway. well then also china had actual impact on the company that's that they true couldn't ignore nicole, nicole bass is a while her death is very sad in terms of contributions to wrestling is completely ignorable at least they talked to her talked about her on the stern show anyway yeah. um anyway yeah so uh he was in ed wood he was in the movie ed wood uh Oh, he yes, was yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. The, the 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 Tim Burton. Right? Yeah, have yeah. you seen yeah. that movie? I've never seen it, but oh, I know okay. about yeah, it. He was the he, he, he was played, the big the big monster yeah, looking. Yeah, dude. he played Tor yeah. Johnson, and in other news, Tor Johnson looks exactly like George the Animal Steel. Uh, Tor, Tor Johnson was the guy from uh, Plan Nine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they looked identical. They it's, did look it's identical. Creepy. That's um, that's sweet. If you've seen Plan Nine, anyway. I mean, I know about it. Okay. I was a I was a film major. I know about a lot. Film na- film major that's never seen Plan Nine or Ed Wood. Okay, you're missing out. It's magic. I learned in about a, it in a in a choke yourself to death yes. sort of way. <laughs> so so uh, uh, he he was this kind of like all these kids. I even heard an interview with Bill Burr how he said he was just terrified of George and because George even came out to the ring he just had this look about him and he also just looked confused <laughs> yeah, and yeah and, and sort of this weird sort of like shuffle and step. then would yeah, just like... start eating the turnbuckle <laughs> yeah. and people were just like what the hell yeah cuz basically his gimmick was this man is literally too he's too stupid to exist in the normal world <laughs> like he was literally part animal basically yeah, basically yeah. like yeah. he was yeah, an animalistic human. So, this brings us to a story uh, that Sean's going to tell us about... Because uh, uh, I, I, I remember this a little bit, and they actually went over this uh, the other night during his uh, eulogy, if you will. Um, he had a good uh, Macho Man Randy Savage, Elizabeth. Not triangle, but you'll, you'll hear. Yeah, so let let me take you back to the wondrous time known as 1986. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was just barely born at the time, so I was I'm... not. I was not. <laughs> Matt is old. I'm old. I'm old. So we we are going back to the year of my birth. Um, <laughs> George the Animal Steel at this point has been a, a terrifying villain for like 20 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, what the WWF liked to do back in the day was they would always bring is basically a villain every three months. You would do like three matches against the champ if he was a face in New York, and then it's on to the next guy. Every couple of years they'd roll out George the Animal Steel. If you got a new champ, okay, it's it's 
George Steele's turn for the champ. And that's how it went for years and years and years. And then uh, they turn him face in 85. And at that time, Randy Savage had just, uh, he had just won the Intercontinental title. And Randy Savage uh, was quickly becoming one of the most hated guys in the company because his girlfriend at the time, the lovely Miss Elizabeth, it's never just Elizabeth or Miss Elizabeth, it's it's the lovely Miss Elizabeth. The it's like a Miss tribe Elizabeth. called Quest. You say the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> the lovely Miss Elizabeth. Yes. The f- oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah. And one day. I've been day, working on that a little bit. It's, it's gotten better. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry, Sean. <laughs> also, I would like to call, have everyone refer to me as the annoying Mr. Jack. Oh, we already do. <laughs> Doesn't he kind of look like Jack Gallagher? A little bit. A little, you can see a little it. bit. All right. Sla- slap the mustache on him and I totally see and it. And give him an umbrella. <laughs> I'll, I'll put his mustache on my face. All right. There you go. Yeah. Ba-boom. Would, would, you, would you want someone that looked just like you? That would freak me we out. We have talked about this. He said yes, yes. last time. I don't. Only on the condition I still that... <laughs> Only what? Yeah, what's your condition? What's your condition? What now? What thought are you having that is making you laugh? <laughs> now this, now this is coming from a heterosexual. Yes. But if <laughs> I love that you prefaced I, it with that, this is coming I, from I, a, a man who likes the ladies, it, it, <laughs> who slays it, pussy it, daily. It's uh. <laughs> You Mor- can't put a Mor- pussy in the room with that. <laughs> morning, 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 day and night. <laughs> Just wake up, pussy. <laughs> go, go Lunchtime, pussy. pussy. <laughs> Driving home, pussy. pussy. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. I wear two Straight watches because it's always half. time for pussy. Well, I guess now, <laughs> Sean is also a sexpert. Oh, <laughs> shit. You're alone. Rewarmly. <laughs> What were you going to say? We got off topic. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I guess I would. We got off in a tangent. I, I wouldn't of a be. To- I wouldn't be totally opposed to fucking someone who looked like me, if if I entered the room, uh, the guy who does the voices for Mortal Kombat just yells out "Mirror Match." Oh <laughs> no, that's a good one. Okay, I think Jack's gonna steal that. That would be Mir- Mirror Match sixty nine. Yeah, let's go. That's Finish him. Mirror Match. Flawless victory. Flawless victory. Friendship. <laughs> and the and then the end screen is just a pile of cum. That's all it is. That's it. There's no blood. There's just jizz everywhere. It's uh, Do we put the explicit tag on our podcast? Yeah, it has the okay. explicit tag. You're welcome, world. Not not, hey. not, not safe for work, like, life, <laughs> the since universe. We, really? Since we had an episode that ended with the penis apocalypse. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. Anyway, so okay. Miss Elizabeth, yeah, so and the Randy the, lo- and... the lovely Miss Elizabeth, um, Ra- lovely Randy Savage, and this never really changed yeah. for most of their career. Uh. Randy Savage may or may not have been abusing Miss Elizabeth. Yeah, it's, that was it's weird. Rumor. He was highly, like, insanely jealous and possessive yeah, of Miss Elizabeth was talking about all the week. time. We to- yeah, we were talking about that. So, wh- how does George get in here? Uh, one day, George and the Animal Steel became smitten with Miss Elizabeth. 
<laughs> he decided like that a of all, that of, I yeah. can't I can't <laughs> imagine a man who is a part animal knows exactly how to go about courting a lady. He's, well, he's you see, that, the that, that's the thing. Almost, he humps her leg. That's the thing. Over time, he kind of started to figure it out. He would bring Elizabeth flowers. Mm-hmm. Like he started to piece. He kind of started to piece together human mating habits. <laughs> And and Savage is just, is just getting more and more pissed as time goes on. Um, they have a match at WrestleMania two, which is not particularly good. No, um, the, that whole WrestleMania was re- shit. WrestleMania. The early WrestleManias, by and large, are just they're just awful. Do you know where the WrestleMania two took place at? Mm-hmm. Everywhere. Everywhere. There was like three they, different. Yeah, they they wanted to show that we're a big national company, so they did. It's a it's a three hour show, so the first hour of the show is in uh, Long Island at the Nassau Coliseum. They do an hour at the Rosemont Horizon in Chicago, and a, the last hour, the Hogan Hour, is at the LA Sports Arena. So if you bought a ticket to WrestleMania. Uh, and you're in Chicago, you had to watch the Jumbotron for an hour, then you would get an hour of wrestling in front of you, and then you had to go back to the Jumbotron to see the Hogan Hour. Yeah. It was stupid. And and everything broke. Yes. The other thing I want to talk about that one, as we get back off of our tangent, uh, do you remember there was some, uh, like, C-list actress... Yeah, that Susan St. James. Yes. Susan St. James. Yeah. Uh oh. She okay. Like the C-list actress. You can look her up. I don't even know what she's in. Like you'll be like, oh, Co- oh, that couldn't mo- tell you. Oh, that movie. <laughs> okay. It was strictly an '80s actress. They just want like some sort of star power to, and they find her, and she just does this. Uh, she does a commentary. Has never seen a wrestling match. Commentary. Yeah, has never seen a wrestling match before, and she's even saying, "This is my first re- wrestling match," and she's saying stuff like, "Uh oh," and yeah, like, that, that was pretty oh, much that, that was seventy five. That was seventy five percent of her commentary was her just going, "Uh oh." Do you, do you know what she's in? Uh, you're looking it up, right? Uh, let's see. She uh, I'm looking it up. It's gonna take me a minute. Though, oh, okay. But, but, but yeah, she started. She was basically a poor man's like Shirley MacLaine. Is what it. I don't even seems know like. Yeah, I'm, I need to. I need to. Yeah, yeah. I I can, I, I'm looking at a photo. I can. I can see that. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's what her IMDb starts off with. Yeah, <laughs> that's like, yeah. I've never known IMDb to just be that cruel right off the bat. Just ah, uh, yeah. She, she was a lovely and loony TV successor she, to Shirley MacLaine. She had she had a, a part in the pilot episode of Robert Wagner's Crime Ooh. Caper series. It takes a thief. It does. Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, going back <laughs> to also be nice what we say about her. She's still kicking. Okay. Come at me, Susan St. James. <laughs> she does. Yeah. <laughs> she just bursts through that window right She's now. She's like the just, Kool Aid Man. Just, yeah. Um, <laughs> I got a hold of. I heard someone steroids. talking about me. <laughs> I heard someone talking about Susan St. James. She. I just imagine her smoking a huge cigarette. Like. Yeah. Once she, she rolled herself. We, you know, there's a non-zero chance we'll get contacted. Um, I'm just saying she looks like a deep Googler. Like, she, she'll vanity search herself. Oh, I... I Make sure she's in the down. Shirley? Nope. Nope, that's the wrong one. <laughs> Not Shirley MacLaine. St. James. Okay, so yeah. we have... I'm going to ta- put her in the 
and hope for the SEO best. We have basically what what's going on with uh, George the Animal Steel is that he kind of starts like stalking. Yeah, Elizabeth. Is this real or is this no, like this part is of the storyline? Yeah, this, this is, is this yeah, storyline. Yeah, okay. we're, we're kayfabe in here. It's not okay. shoot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so they 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 have they have is a, the a thing yeah. where where like, he Jack keeps... found a dictionary. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> so so he's he's the the idea is the storyline is is that he's winning over. Uh, the, the lovely Liz, 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 but, but then that's the weird thing. Liz isn't to. really going for it. Okay, like she's in a weird relationship with Randy, but she clearly loves him and has stuck through him through all of this. Mm-hmm. And then, like, it seems like she's she's flattered. Okay, uh, but I'm just, I listen, George. I think you're a great guy, and someone's gonna be very lucky to have you. But I'm in a relationship, and this is a conversation I've had lots of times. <laughs> and then he licks her face. Yeah. <laughs> so, so he, uh, so he Did kind he of like on her to yeah, claim. He her kind of like this is mine now. <laughs> yeah, this is mine. Uh, something similar might come up later. Anyway, um, not as much Just as you, you think. Uh, I was hoping this is gonna become no, the piss podcast. No. Anyway, well, we could start the piss cast, I guess. Piss cast. Anyway, um, uh, so he like he follows her around legit, and she's like, no. And then he, does he keep like it, going? It goes on for a year and a half. Shit, Shit. <laughs> they didn't know how to end things. No, they. Uh, yeah, eighties wrestling was all about the slow burn. Just make this last as long as we can. Real as slow. If it draws, this will go on forever. Uh, fun fact. Yeah. Uh. He was diagnosed with Crohn's disease, so he knew something about the slow burn. Yeah. God yeah, damn George, it. George, George. God damn yeah, George. it. Yeah, George. I hate <laughs> so Christ. much about everything you just said. George uh, Yamel Steele was a sweet man who couldn't shit right. Yep. Yep. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so you would think, okay, like, wrestling fans are kind of conditioned now to where WrestleMania is the big blow off. Like, this is where feuds end. That wasn't really the case back in the day. You would think, if you're booking it now, this is over at WrestleMania 2. It goes on to WrestleMania 3. It does. Uh, Randy Savage is having a match with Ricky Steamboat. Uh, If you're listening to this podcast, please go watch that right now. We'll see you back here in about 15 minutes. That is is another, like, it's regarded as one of the best matches. Oh, is it like... Uh, We'll have to talk about that sometime, but it is regarded as one of the best matches uh top 10 matches of all time or so yeah immensely influential match on Mm -hmm. guys wrestling now because really what it was was that was the first match where like a lot of speed was really involved because it used to be just two hulking guys just like acting like they're fighting Uh, we're gonna punch the shit out of each other for 10 minutes but these are two randy randy savage wasn't a small guy but he wasn't as big as hogan and he could he could fly he could yeah, right. we're, t- we're talking about a business where 6'2", 235 is a really small guy. Yes. Yeah. Especially so, in the 80s. So he could jump off stuff, and then Ricky the Dragon Steamboat could as well. And yeah. so they're both doing things through the air. They're like, they have this incredible speed. And so everyone's just like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> now, now, how this ties in, uh, now keep in mind, 
Miss Elizabeth has never interfered in a Randy Savage match. To, at least to my knowledge. I've never seen tape yep. of her interfering, interfering, certainly to this point. For some reason, Ricky Steamboat feels the need. He needs an equalizer in this situation. And he brings George the Animal Steel down to the ring. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, because, of course, uh, you know, I'm going to... I've got this big Intercontinental title match coming up. I want my opponent to be off his game. I'm going to bring his girlfriend, Stalker. Yeah. 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 That's what you do. By the way, Ricky Steamboat's the face here. Yeah, he's the good guy. And so so is George Steele. The man who's been stalking a woman for a year and a half is completely the hero here. He's still the good guy? Yeah, Yeah. he's still the good guy. What year was this? This was now 1987. Okay, yeah, of course he's the good guy. Yeah, he's just misunderstood, (laughs) you know? Uh, And... Savage toxic masculinity. <laughs> it's here to ruin your day. It's a top ten song in Germany. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, yep. So, <laughs> so I'm just gonna assume that you paused right when I told you to, and now you're back. That finish was really crazy, wasn't it? Uh, Randy Savage is going to hit Ricky Steamboat with the ring bell. Uh, in an effort to kill him, presumably. Yes. <laughs> and George the Animal Steel does not want Ricky Steamboat to die. And also is still trying to win Miss Elizabeth. But uh, still wants Randy Savage alive for some reason. So all he does, he trips him off the top rope. Letting Ricky Steamboat roll him up for the 1-2-3. Costing him the title. And as far as I know, that's the blow off. Not an actual match between Savage and Steel. Just, Still interfering in a match that had nothing to do with him is the blow off. So, so they didn't continue the storyline after that. No, nope, like, it was just over. It was just over. Yep, that's good enough. No, Savage just uh, did some more stuff for a few months. Then he turned face. Um, I I always heard this. Mega powers. I always heard this. I heard this whenever I think Deadspin printed this. They said he's the most famous wrestler from that era to never hold the championship, which. Probably. I, I can see that because... I mean, he was super memorable. I mean, he was yeah, super I mean, People who don't like wrestling, there's a good chance that they've at least... They've at least heard about George the Animal Steel mm-hmm. in passing and could at least sort of recognize him. Because just because he'd been around for so long, he... He wasn't ever... He was always working somewhere. He was ever present. Rest in peace. All right. R.I.P. We're gonna move on to uh, a a a a good story that I I like. Hold on, no, 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 no. go away. One second. What about this Ivan Karloff dude? Ivan Karloff. Yeah, Ivan Koloff. Yes, Russian bear. Yes. So he's dead. Yes. He died also this week. Um, Did he really? Yeah, Ivan Koloff died a couple days ago. Okay, I didn't know that. Surprise! Uh, So we got you something for the podcast. Oh, a dead (laughs) guy. I murdered a dude. So. You son of a bitch! You killed Ivan Koloff. I I don't know much about him, but here's what I know. And then you, it, it sounds like you know a lot more about him too. Um, uh, he was the original. Uh, well, he was he was a, a Russian. Was he actually Russian? No, he, he was, was Canadian. Canadian. Okay. Well, most Russians end up being Canadian. Okay, so <laughs> just in yes. the world. In reality, so, most Russians are Canadian. He was a Russian rest. His whole gimmick was that he was Russian. This is during the Cold War, I assume. Maybe yeah, a little right. bit before as well. Yep. Uh, it was so, it was the it was the easiest 
easiest gimmick in the world back in the day. We're, we got nothing for you. We're just going to make you a Russian and people will throw stuff mm-hmm. at you. Yeah, that's basically it. So he was he was the, the bad Russian guy. Uh, and now look where we are. The well, Russians are running our government. Ex- yeah. Expect, expect some Russian characters to pop up soon if they are not already. They, they've um, tried. So there, there, there is. There is some. Uh, oh, okay. A few nights ago, actually. Did you watch? Um, uh, I've actually I've not seen Raw yet. Let me week. tell this real quick since you just brought it up. There is a uh, there is a Russian character named Lana who's with a who's with a, a, a Bulgarian, and and Lana is from Florida, so she's not Russian at all. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it has Russian ancestry, but it's not from Russia. Not from Russia, and so but she speaks with the accent and everything. Uh, they had a weird thing where the new day is coming up with a ice cream recipe, and they and Makes someone sense. yeah someone destroyed the blueprints for the for the ice cream recipe, and then they're like, well, guess what? We went we got them back, and we went digital, baby! And they hold up an iPad, and then she goes, well, I have these, and starts reading off, and they're like, how'd you get though? And the those and someone just goes duh she's russian and like that was their rushing hat their russian Russian hacking bit is that (laughs) she's just russian and she can just hack ipads yeah (laughs) which is great i love and when he said that the entire crowd went nuts and it was just like an off dude she's russian (laughs) I'm assuming I'm assuming that most of their uh, their ice cream recipes involve booty somehow. The, it, booty juice booty was, juice. was yeah. part of it. <laughs> booty juice. Cream. So back to the booty other juice. Russian. Okay, back to the other Russian. Uh, yeah. Do you do you want to say something about Koloff? Was there anything that really uh, rang? Let's give him a great eulogy. I, yeah. I even Koloff was the shit. Um, is that rest a pun? In peace, the end. Is that a pun of Koloff as in colon? Is that a, is that no, a, no, a no, I mean, no, legitimately I, that's, I, that's that. just your brain. Yeah, that I, was a I, I love watching Ivan Koloff. I've, Ivan Koloff was great. Um, worked all over the place. Uh, his big claim to fame, uh, he actually ended Bruno Sammartino's yes. big... Uh, Bruno Sammartino was basically... He was New York wrestling for a long time. He was uh, the WWWF. Yeah, he was the very first uh, WWWF champion when they and, split off from the NWA in And for like 10 years. Yeah, and Ivan Koloff was the guy who finally beat Bruno Sammartino mm-hmm. in Madison Square Garden, and you could, <laughs> you could hear a pin drop. It was stone silence that Bruno Sammartino finally got beat. But then, but then he came back and like won it for like four more years or something. Like, oh well, yeah, because yeah. well, yeah, you ain't, you ain't keeping Bruno down forever. Yeah, so he had it for a while, but uh, yeah. Well, this was back when basically titles didn't change hands every couple of months nope. like now. T- titles really mattered a lot more in terms of you are the number one guy. People thought it was real back then. Too. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which wait. Well, okay. Wait, which that, which that, you're you talked about telling me this whole time, all 14 episodes. Yeah, we things have been fake. <laughs> Ex- excuse me, predetermined, predetermined, Jack. Yeah, so you can't you you can't train to fall off a 20 foot ladder, sir. But you can. 
I mean, you could can take you? You, could, you could take some precaution. Yeah, but, I mean, you should know how to land on that from that. So uh, Ivan Koloff. Yeah, I'm going back to it. Uh, uh. I, Ivan Koloff's other big run was, um, at least for me anyway, he was he was real big in the Mid Atlantic uh, territory down in the Carolinas. Uh, he won all kinds of titles down there. He brought his nephew Nikita over yes. uh, to establish Soviet supremacy yeah. over Mid Atlantic <laughs> wrestling. Uh, and so just two guys. Well, there was also Crusher Khrushchev from Minnesota. <laughs> no. I don't even know anything about this right now. <laughs> well, he, 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 he's actually going to come up later. We'll, we'll, we'll get back to him ever so briefly. For what? Uh, he, he actually ties in with Rick Rude. Oh, so okay. Slightly. Yeah. Ravishing Rick Rude? Yeah. V- very We're going to talk about him soon. That, that is... That is that's what that, he, that's he like ninety five percent of why I'm here. I I will talk about Rick Rude to any passerby on the street. <laughs> All right. Well, what do we have? What do we have left to say about Ivan? Because I want to talk about uh, Rick Rude. R.I.P. Uh, yeah, I, Ivan Koloff. Long and long and successful career. Um, Is he in the Hall of Fame? Uh, I believe they're inducting him now. Oh well, yeah. Uh, I, I'm not sure if they've announced it yet. I can't imagine they wouldn't very soon. Uh, rest in peace, Ivan Koloff. Go watch Ivan Koloff videos. Yeah. Um, okay, so you know what? Let's talk about Rick Rude. All right. Ravishing uh, Rick Rude. Ra- ravishing Rick Rude. Uh, I even know not a lot about it, but I know it's Ravishing Rick Rude. If, if you... If you don't know who R- Ravishing Rick Rude is, I promise you your parents do. Yes. Uh... Your dad probably He's tried got a to porn stash. Yeah, your dad probably tried to look <laughs> no, like Ravishing no, Rick Rude. You don't know my dad. My dad didn't know the song Bohemian Rhapsody before I was in the twelfth grade. That's weird. He had never heard it before. Well, eighties so, dads who weren't nerds tried to look like or Ravishing super Catholic. Rude. So uh, we yeah. have we have talked about Val Venus on this show before. Ravishing, uh, Ravishing Rick Rude was the original Val Venus yeah. in many ways. Very much so. Uh, Rick, Rick Rude uh, came from Robbinsdale, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's how we get back to Crusher Khrushchev. Robbinsdale High was a wrestling factory in the late 70s. Hmm. Uh, a high school? This one high school in suburban Minneapolis. What? Uh, Rick Rude graduated in 19, uh, 1976. Yeah. Uh, Barry Darsow, who played Smash of uh, Demolition and oh, Crusher yeah. Khrushchev, graduated the next year. Nikita Koloff graduated in '77 uh-huh. as well. The Road Warriors, gra- holy shit! The Road Warriors uh, <laughs> were basically the next town over. Oh, but, but still, that's still like, in this that's, area. It's, pro- it's Minnesota, so I mean, it's probably yeah. like within yeah. thirty miles, right? I mean, it's- they're, they're like five miles. They're yeah. the next town over. So they sure, they sure. You basically had sports team. You had a. <laughs> A pretty good chunk of that's crazy. A, the '80s wrestlers you would know were all in high school together at the same time, and these were all football players and wrestlers. They knew who each other were. Wow! They go home to Thanksgiving and it just yeah, they're they're out. all catching. <laughs> yeah, at, at the end of the tour, they're all catching the same flight home to Minneapolis. Hey there. <laughs> um. So, uh, uh, Rick Rude, uh, I thought was he he was so good to me because it was just he would come out and he. 
he'd just be like, hold on, everybody. The women want to see me gyrate. And he would just like yeah. start moving his hips around. If, if I may, uh, we're, we're going to customize this to our little piece of the world. We yeah. are recording in scenic, beautiful St. Louis, Missouri. Yeah. So uh, he would customize some version of this to whatever town you were seeing him in. Okay. He's coming out to uh, the stripper. Yep. Yep. Da, 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 da. That's on. And gets gets in the rain. He's wearing like a full length robe. It says simply ravishing on the back with giant like a, a smooch under the yeah. uh under the simply ravishing. And he just goes, Cut the music. Music comes down. What I'd like to have right now is for all you fat, out of shape, St. Louis sweat hogs. And then usually Bobby Heenan laughs uproariously. Like this is the first time he's ever heard it. Keep the noise down while I take my robe off and give the ladies a good look at the sexiest man alive. <laughs> Hit the music. Music comes back up. He seductively opens his robe and he's got like a he's got like a twenty four pack. He's got the whole case. Yeah, he does. He's got he, Rick Root had abs for days. And a flowing per mullet. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's got that. I must be looking at a oh, a new. I uh, like more. You, you're you're looking at like 1992 Rick Rude. I'm looking at Rick Rude trying to be Freddie Mercury. Yes. That, uh, that's gonna... WCW Rick Rude. We're gonna oh, get to yeah. that. In we'll just get a to moment. that in a minute. I only picked it because it had a transparent background, and I wanted oh. to Paul that PNG. <laughs> Paul that PNG. <laughs> oh, but yeah, no. If you look, if you look at like all the pictures of him, it looks like the man has spent some serious time oh, with baby God. oil. Like, oh, oh like, yeah, he's, he's, this man's got a fifty-five gallon drum. Mm-hmm. He just dips it like before every match. He just dips himself that in mullet oil. though, right? So he worked a lot with uh, Ultimate Warrior. I know. He... Yeah, that that was his that was his big feud in WWF. Uh, the scuttlebutt is Hogan didn't really want to work with him. Yeah. Uh, so they pawned him off on Ultimate Warrior. They made Warrior his problem. Okay. <laughs> um, Ultimate Warrior at, w- looked great. Had had the music, ran, shook the ropes like a maniac. Uh, but he was a really sloppy wrestler. We'll, t- we'll talk at length yeah. one time about uh, uh, the Ultimate Warrior because... There was a documentary that came out that is the most one-sided documentary I've ever seen in my life. That is just if if it's anyone that would just be like, I'm gonna spend money to make a complete smear job on one person that I used to employ. It's Vince McMahon. It is. It is flat out character assassination. It, oh my god! It 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 is so ridiculous. We will talk about that another time. Uh, well, what's the name of the What's the name of the movie? Uh, the, the self-destruction of the Ultimate Warrior. The self-destruction of the Ultimate Warrior. Okay. And they get everyone to just talk shit on him, and yeah. which admittedly wasn't entirely tough. No, it wasn't. But people were people came out of the woodwork for this one. But everyone then apologized, except one guy, Bobby Heenan. He's like, "No, fuck him," and, like, <laughs> and that's why Bobby Heenan is. That's why he's Bobby, Bobby Heenan is the best. I love Bobby Heenan because he's just like, no, fuck that guy. Like, I don't care. Um, so, so yeah, basically, uh, Rude feuds with uh, Warrior in 89 over the Intercontinental Belt. Uh, Word just is really irresponsible and drops him on his head a lot because mm-hmm. he doesn't really know what he's doing. Uh, 
Rude goes off and does some other stuff for a little bit, has other feuds. In the meantime, Warrior has won the WWF title. And because they don't know what to do with him, they just give him right back to Ravishing Rick Rude. And uh, the feud continues, and it's not going great because everybody just saw this. So they blow it off. Uh, Rude doesn't like how much he got paid for the mm-hmm. big cage match at SummerSlam 90, so he quits. Um, quits. Yep. Right. T- takes off for a little bit and then shows up in WCW 1992. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's now got a How buzz- rude. It, uh, it, it was very it was very rude of him because he should he Michelle showed up. Tanner just came in here. <laughs> I figured it was time appropriate. Okay, timeline appropriate. He, he shows he shows up in a mask and clips Steen in the back of the knee. It was very rude. Oh. It, it, was, it was the root. It was the rudest. Uh, <laughs> it was the rudest welcome he could have given Steen. This is my favorite picture so far. Him in a speedo with those hairy legs. Oh yeah. <laughs> Um, Rick, but yeah, Rick, he does have like a twenty-four pack. Yeah. So, yeah. so then, but, but Rick Rude did skip leg day, though. If there's the critique to be had, he so, he was very much he he was very adamant. It's an upper body business. <laughs> so then, we, uh, so he's in WCW. How long is he there for? Uh, he's there for like two years, and in, in terms of like actual wrestling, it's his best two years. Oh, good. Like WCW Rude is really good. So uh, then he goes back. Did he, did he have? Well, the, well did he, he had the same. What was gimmick? WCW? Does he have like the same? Uh, is he still ravishing Rick Rude? Oh yeah, it's exactly still, it's like exactly the, the same, same with short hair. They okay. just changed up the music a little bit, but it's still because he brought the ravishing Rick Rude gimmick with him. Uh, from uh, he'd been working in Mid Atlantic before he came up to WWF, so it was already prior. So he to already use. owned it. Yeah, it was prior to use, so he could he could take ravishing with him. Uh, got hurt in 94, so he retired from active duty. Not, from active um, duty. Yeah, he, <laughs> he's trying to, trying to heal up, uh, collecting on a fat Lloyds of London policy. Mm-hmm. And then in 1997, uh, Degeneration X is uh, really starting to kind of run riot over the WWF. Uh, China's already there. They've got... Uh, at that point, it's just... Triple H, Shawn Michaels, and China. Yes. But they want to add some more people. And Rick Rude kind of wants to come back. So they say, okay, you know, we'll let Rick Rude kind of talk for Degeneration X. And, you know, if his back starts feeling better, we'll start using him in the rain. Uh, and then the Montreal screw job happens. We've talked about the Montreal yeah. Yes, we have. That was like uh, one I think of the first couple episodes. Episode one or two, if yeah, you want to go yeah. back to that, if you're just now listening. Anyway. <laughs> and, you should listen to all of them. Yes. And now and now you're back 13 hours later. Yes. Wasn't that fun? Uh, <laughs> it was. It was fun. Everything was fun. Enjoyment <laughs> happened. <laughs> Everybody was happy and we danced. <laughs> So, uh, so so here so, yeah Montreal so, Screwjob happens yeah. he's probably pissed about it yeah oh he was he was pretty good friends with Bret Hart so mm-hmm. he he quits as well mm. uh, and in these days Raw was taped yes. usually usually they would tape like two or three weeks all together at the same time and that becomes very important uh, two weeks later um, Rick Rude in on Raw at this point had a full beard yes. and then uh i believe it's november 17th 
he shows up on Nitro with just the rude porn stash. <laughs> so he's on both shows that night within about an hour of each other. He's also on ECW's show that weekend. Wait, I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> So he's in three different promotions. Yeah, the three biggest promotions in America. He's on all three of them in the same weekend. And <laughs> and he's shaved for Nitro showing that Raw is taped. Nice. Yeah, he, he's, he's on there at the same time. Uh, I've talked about how Eric Bischoff really was like, we're live. They're not to the point where he would go on air at 6.57. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and he would... There's there was a few times he would just give away the main of he yeah. would give away the main event. Oh, yeah. Most famously with the Mick Foley, huh, that'll put butts in seats thing. But yeah. he'd been doing it well before oh, that. Yeah. He'd always be like, Oh yeah, you don't want to switch over. Um yeah, Michaels beats Diesel with a super kick. Just stay here. <laughs> yeah. They would do that all the time. That was his that was that, his that, that was thing. the thing. He they well, it's Vince's fault for taping it. So so uh that was that is one of the bigger legends of him that he was the only person to be he was with the NWO though right he showed yeah. up so he was in the two big biggest faction in the 90s were uh at the same time at the same out. time the D- DX was over at WWE NWO was over at uh WCW he was in them on the same night the same night because one didn't know that was gonna happen. Yeah, they just had Root on a on a handshake deal. Basically, never got anything on paper, so he just left after Montreal. Just didn't show up the next night. Just, I'm not. This, I'm not employed by you anymore. I'm going to WCW. Uh, that's why I make all of you sign ironclad documents. I, yeah. Now, oh, oh, now yeah. Immediately yeah. after that, Vince was like, no, everybody is signing a deal. Yes. Everyone is. Yeah. Uh, you guys can't even talk into a stage microphone without my permission. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Um, like is improv is Rick? very hard because you have to get my permission before you perform. <laughs> that all on Rick. Um, unfortunately passed away in yeah. 2004 at, uh, for a wrestler, not bad age of, of 40. A <laughs> wrestler, well, not bad. Well, um, so we will... that's, that's like saying, like, well, I mean, if you think about it, in We're... the medieval ages, they only lived to be like 45. Hey, how long did Jesus live till? All right. Rick Rude was okay, pretty good. <laughs> Jesus had extenuating circumstances. <laughs> There were some people that really wanted him not alive. All right. I'm sure Vince McMahon well, didn't want Rick Rude alive. Just saying. Are you putting out on this podcast right now no. that Vince McMahon... There's Vince McMahon. No. no. Vince McMahon has enough conspiracy theories at yeah. him. I would like to put out in this podcast right now that yeah. Rick Rude will save your soul. He will. We'll, we'll put that out. I yeah. I pray to Rick Rude nightly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let, let's let's get through this last story, and it's a it's a doozy. I like this one. <laughs> okay. It's a doozy. Um, because I kind of I I kind of was like, oh, I forgot about this one, and I was looking for something else, which we'll do at another time. That happens a lot, but uh, but this one. Okay, so there was a guy named Al Snow, which I get I get John Snow mixed up with him a lot, but it's it's Al Snow, and he had this the, the John Snow that knows nothing. Or Al Snow knows nothing as well. Um, But Al Snow, he had this gimmick in the late 90s where he would carry around a mannequin head. 
and his theme was, what do you want? Head. <laughs> what do you need? Head. And and he even, did he write head on his? Well, he, he would write help me backwards. So yeah. kind, of, kind of like a red rum theme where if you yeah. looked in a mirror, it looked right. It was help me backwards. And I've seen some matches with him where, like, he had a tag match with the head, and they pinned the head by putting a bottle of head and shoulders on the Yes, head. this is a thing that happened. That's a thing that really happened. This is the dumbest thing. Okay. Wrestling. And we so, had the first episode started with someone giving birth to a hand. And, yeah, so so the head... They love their body. The Give head becomes hand! The head becomes popular. Like, God, pe- of course people it, really the, like the it. The head was super over. So, from what I hear, uh, Vince McMahon, like, the head was so over that they wanted to get that gimmick away from him. And they're like, all right, we're going to we're gonna replace the head with a dog. Well, there actually is a little bit of a story to that. Oh, there's a storyline in that? Okay. Yeah. Um, the reason they took head away from Al Snow... <laughs> the, yeah. They, they, well, every wrestler gets an action figure. Uh, Al Snow's had head with it. And some parent went, that looks like a woman's severed head. I'm taking, I'm going to flip shit and go back to Toys R Us. And they pulled all the Al Snow dolls with the head. And this man went, you can't use head anymore. (laughs) I'm not trying to explain that to Mattel. That makes more sense. So, so then they're like, we're going to replace it with a dog. And they set what they, I'm not going to go more toy friendly. So, so Al Snow said, all right, fine. But he goes, I want, if we're going to do things with animals, and they told him this storyline that they have coming up that I'm going to go through, but he's like, if I'm going to do things with animals, I want highly trained animals. Because one of the rules in show business is you don't work with kids, you right, don't work right. with animals. And he's like, I want highly trained animals. And they all go, yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Um, so they want it. And it was weird. Here was the inspiration. I don't know if you heard this one. Uh, the inspiration why they wanted to give him a dog because he had to help me and everything. So he was a crazy man. He was supposed to be a crazy man. And that's when uh, Summer of Sam came out. Oh, I remember that movie. <laughs> yeah. That was a not great movie. And and the guy, the son of Sam killer, is talking to a chihuahua the whole time. So they're like, let's give him a chihuahua, just like that movie. Vince McMahon has seen like six movies we're, in his we're life. Gonna, <laughs> we're gonna get John Leguizamo to come to WrestleMania. Yeah, he'll be there. It's it's gonna be great. So, so they they give him a Chihuahua, and like Al Snow said, he walk he walked in, uh, saw this Chihuahua, and just goes, and sees a lady sitting with the Chihuahua. He goes, "Oh, are you the trainer?" She goes, "No, I'm the owner." Like, Is this dog trained? Not really. Like he's a good dog, and like. So he's like, great. And so he said something like, well, we, we just tried to find a Chihuahua last minute. And they're like, okay. So here's where the feud, and I'm going to kind of skim over it a little bit. He starts having a feud with uh, where he's bringing this dog out, and he... Who wants some bitches? Who wants bitches? They they totally should have done that. Why didn't they do that? Because they didn't have me back then. Yeah. yeah. Who yeah. whoever was whoever what was, do we want bitches? Whoever yeah. was in the creative time at that time, you're Yeah, give us a song yeah. about bitches. I want some bitches all day long. I want some bitches on my schlong. 
It's the number one song. Good, good see we went to the exact same one. No, in the, the in the White House. In the White House. It's the number one song in the White House. Um, so, so yeah, uh, he he comes out with this dog and then gets into a feud with uh, with Big Boss Man. Big Boss Man, we can talk a lot about. Um, to go over his gimmick just a little bit, he was in the uh, what I like to refer to as the gimmick era, where everyone had another job. He was a cop, but like was dressed like a mall cop. Like he wasn't. Yeah, he, basically he, had, like, he, he was a he was a legit former prison guard. Oh, was he? Yeah. Okay. And so basically, his theme was. I am a law enforcement officer, and I'm going to beat the shit out of you. He would come out with a nightstick and everything, and so it kind of went over all right back then, but then then when you get to the late 90s, he came out in, like, tactical gear, like, all black, and it looked pretty cool. Yeah, it's very it's very proto-shield. Yeah, it, it's it's pretty cool. So he, uh, he comes out, and uh, they get into this feud, and one night he, uh, he says, I'm going to... He goes, either I'm leaving with the WWF championship, or no, it was a hardcore championship. Yeah. Either I'm leaving with the hardcore championship, or I'm stealing your dog. He wins a hardcore championship and steals the dog. Heel <laughs> tactics. Heel <laughs> tactics. Steals the dog, and then uh, Al Snow comes out like, I want my dog. He's like, and he's got a thick southern uh, Texas accent, and he's like, it's like, you know what? When I was a little boy, my dog ran away and I cried too. So I get what you're doing. He goes, "How about this? You come over to my, come over to my apartment tonight, in my hotel room tonight. I'll give you your dog back. It'll be fine." No, you never go to the apartment. No, go and to the, the hotel room. room. Yeah, go. And this is like after a multi-week like campaign to find Pepper, including uh, Al Snow giving out Val Venus's oh, real yeah. phone number. Wait, wait, what? Yeah. Al Snow was like holding up a sign like please help me find Pepper and there was a phone number on it which turned out to be Val Venus's real <laughs> cell phone number. So when they get back out to the car, Val Venus has like 300 voicemails. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. Uh so yes, the dog's name was Pepper and they he had the dog for months. Um he goes to the uh, apartment or hotel room or whatever. Yeah. Uh, goes over there and and Big Bossman's being very nice and he's like, "Your dog's coming soon. It'll be fine. Let's eat first." No, 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 no. Yes, 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 yes. No, 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 no. Yes, yes, no, no, no. Yeah, no, yeah, no. So he didn't put salt on pepper, did he? Oh, they had some pepper steak. Yes. Uh, he fed him his dog. Of oh. course, kayfabe, but right, that, that was that was the whole thing. <laughs> fed him the dog, so it's revealed. Of course, it doesn't go over great. Uh, ultimately, what happens is Vince McMahon. Non, it's considered to be one of the worst gimmick matches of all times. Like they're like, okay, here's what we're building up to with this dog. They have what they call a kennel from hell match. Okay. So we've talked about Hell in a Cell before, (laughs) right? right? Hell in a Cell is a big uh, cage that's all caged in, the top and everything. You can't really get out of it unless you go through the gate um, if they haven't locked it with a chain. 
and a padlock. Anyway, <laughs> so this, they have the cell. And then we also had the cage match back in the day, too, where we still do, where the cage match is you climb to the top. If the other person is passed out in the ring, you climb to the top, jump over, get down, and uh, <laughs> you get down, and then you you win. You win the match, or like we fucking talked about before, you can walk out the fucking door. <laughs> Which or, I hate. Or, or for Jimmy Snuka, you could just accidentally drop kick somebody out of the door. Well, whichever, yeah, we talked about that. Whatever yeah, your yeah. style is. So, which Don I Morocco, fucking that, hate. Like, that's Don Morocco is a lucky fuck. Anyway, uh, they had so they had this cage and everything, and they so they have you have a cage match with a Hell in a Cell over it, but in between are Rottweilers, our guard dogs. Now, you remember what I said about uh, about Al Snow saying, "I want trained. highly trained animals." Right. So he know he knew what happened with Pepper, and he <laughs> he kept well, like not that not, not the, that he, reg- the, the fact that it was just like some no, 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 woman's no. Dog. some woman's dog, and right. so he kept going. He kept saying, and he I saw this interview. He goes. He goes, may God strike me dead right now if I'm lying. He's like, he goes, I kept saying, guys, we need highly trained dogs. We need highly trained dogs. He goes, I'm thinking it's going to be one. He goes, we need one guy with six dogs. The dogs are all in a pack. They're they're from the same kennel. You start finding it. They're going, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no worries. We're, we're looking. No, we're looking. find it now. These no, dogs go look now. Ring, Stop they? talking to me so, and go look. Please start making calls with me in the room. Yeah. So he gets there, and he's thinking it's going to be what he requested. He sees six Rottweilers with six people hold, guys. with six different guys holding them, and and he started talking to all of them. Only one of them had some obedience training. Oh man! And he was like, "Crap! Now what? It, like we can't have because what he was gonna have to do? Like when the dogs get close, you know those guys, those dogs that are trained, you can just blow a whistle and they're gonna stop. They're not gonna attack. Uh, so that's what he thinks is gonna do. It's gonna look real. And so they're like, uh, "Crap! What are we gonna do now?" So they they tried. It was a hardcore match. They they had all these weapons and things out, but the problem was. You had this elaborate match going on where they were going to have to climb out of there and then the door was open to the hell in a cell so they could get out. But you had to escape the cell as well past these guard dogs. And they're just scared. They're just scared. They're, yeah, they're, they're, not, scared even, they're not even so, scared. They're so, disinterested. They're disinterested. <laughs> they don't give a fuck. They're so disinterested. A couple of them pee, one, one shits, and a couple fuck. Uh... To the point where if you watch the match, you don't see the dogs at all because they're just like fucking and shitting and they can't they can't, they can't show, show it. it. We're live on pay per view, so it's like a weird. And in, in most matches, you'll you'll see like a wide shot and even cage matches. They got to do close ups almost the whole time because all these dogs are just banging each other and they just don't. <laughs> these guard dogs are just fucking and they don't care and. And so it's just like the biggest like oh oh shit like what is going on? Uh, the match finally like Al brings head back because at that point fuck it and right then, <laughs> right at that point fuck it and then he escapes the hell in a cell and when he gets out of the cage onto the ground there's a dog there and he like you know tries to act like oh shit and like starts running from the dog and the dog's just like. <laughs> 
Hey, like the dog, the dog just doesn't care. Would you like to pet me? Because usually people like to pet me. But but at the same time, it's not even like they let the dogs go wild. There's six guys just holding them, holding these. So it's it looks like they're doing a match, and people are just walking their dogs around the <laughs> the ring. Because even when even when they get outside, like they're, just, they're just like, oh, oh, this is a dog park, right? Yeah. They're, they're like right at first. Uh, Big Boss Man is outside, and like, it's like, oh shit, there's guard dogs, but there's people holding the dogs back so they don't attack it. I'm like, well, that's not the point of the match, is it? Now, <laughs> it uh, it actually it it pissed me off in the moment. Not only because I paid for that pay per view. Um, every February, Raw would get preempted for the Westminster Kennel Club show. Oh. <laughs> Because uh, it was oh, on USA, no. so you were already against dogs. Yeah, I, it was always every every February. It was always why is Raw being preempted for this dog show? I didn't know at the time the dog show does better ratings than Raw. Stupid. Right. That's why that's why they're showing it. Because um, money. But now, fast forward a few years, and the fucking dog show has come to wrestling. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there, there's no more avoiding it. It's in the match. That was and and the gimmick ended bad and like apparently apparently like that was just kind of it for that whole thing and uh, apparently it was either Russo or McMahon. There's two Vinces at the time. Uh, he just said Vince. He goes really went up to both of them and just like I'm sorry. <laughs> like this was my bad. Like that, uh, that sounds that sounds more like Vince McMahon. McMahon R- Russo Russo would have taken that shit to the grave. Like that was a great idea. You should have done better with it. Like. <laughs> Bro, you should you should have kicked the dog, bro. bro. It would have responded. Bro, if you kicked the shit out of that dog, it would have been great, bro. Bro, is that how he talks? Kind of. He's yeah, he's, he's very he's it's he's Brooklyn turned up to eleven. Have we, we've talked about how Vince Russo was the guy that had the idea to make David Arquette the WCW champion. Uh, yeah, we could, talked about that. We did not mention that it was Russo's idea. Yeah, it was yeah. definitely his idea, and he still Bro. he still like stands yeah, by, he still it. Stands as, by that. It got us in the newspaper, didn't it? We were in every newspaper, bro. Yeah, and it killed the company. You fucking idiot! Like everyone says that that was like the knife in the basketball of, well, of I mean, the, WCW. The, like, pff, all right, we're done here. Uh, Pack up. Yeah, it, just, bro. It, it took another year to deflate, but yeah, it was. Uh, um. So. Yeah, Vince Russo would have stood by it, but yeah, Vince McMahon was probably like, "Guys, I'm sorry." <laughs> like, and, and not even—I don't even feel like he would have apologized in terms of "I'm sorry you had to experience that." As much as I'm sorry that didn't work for my show, right. probably right. I'm sorry like, we didn't like, make a lot like, of money. From yeah, that. basically, like I, I'm I'm sorry that I added extra trucks to bring out a hell in a cell and a cage for this yeah. stupid mid card feud. It was a mid card feud and it was just I it had but if they if if what he was saying with the uh trained dogs and it actually looked like they were interested or actually like you had like it was like sharks swimming in a moat. Yeah, if it had yeah. been actual like excited God they dogs, could they could have had them like barking like the entire time oh, yeah. or like or like getting ready. But these to, were these they dogs were, had were, muzzles. Yeah, they, these dogs were had serious fuck deficits. They had none to give away. Yeah. <laughs> because it says like they were pets. They were yeah. pets. Who were used to just being yeah, like it, Yeah, this isn't Chomper. This Rub isn't Chomper. Yeah, it wasn't Chomper and Killer. This was just Rex and Fido 
just showed yeah. up and th- now there's a bunch of screaming people All around, they knew is they got to go got on a shit. car ride. Yeah, and we didn't go to the vet, and they so get all to right, fuck. I'm already bonus. Like, that, that I mean, is... We got a car ride, we got to fuck. I don't know. <laughs> this is great. That, this that... is the best date I've ever been Which on. is literally, it, it, that is the best date I've ever been on. I got to go on a car <laughs> ride and then I got to fuck. That also sounds like, it, it sounds like they weirdly were like cheap in, in one area and not the other. Because at the same time, they're bringing both... A cage and a hell in a cell out, which is expensive because I got to get an extra truck for maybe both. Maybe they can put one, put them in the same. But anyway, and for the cage you were using, it if if you're at a live show and they're setting up like yeah, because now they just use like a chain link cage that they can just lower from the ceiling. Mm-hmm. But back then, like it was like thick steel bars, like one whole side of the ring was like the whole cage was in sections. Mm-hmm. It takes for fucking ever to assemble one of those things. And it did. And it just kills the show dead. So if you don't care about the feud. It, it was already like, okay, they're building this if you're there live. And then it was just disappointing. But what I'm saying is, like, it it took all this money to get that out there and to build this up yeah. and everything. And then all of a sudden it's like, let's get some pets. The, the actual <laughs> gimmick part of the match is where they cheap out. Yeah. The part where it could have been like, this could be great and people talk about it for a while or it's like, you know, let's just get like, we're, we're in, we're in Detroit. Let's just call someone up with dogs. I like the idea. Like there's someone in the booth going, okay, tighten, tighten up on uh, big boss, man. Cause those dogs are fucking in the corner. Oh, wait, that was probably Vince. <laughs> that was like... probably Vince going, God damn it. The dogs are pissing and shitting everywhere. <laughs> Camera four. Camera four, there's a dog fucking. (laughs) Now, camera four, I want you to stay with Alan Bossman. Camera five, stay on the dogs. I want something to giggle at (laughs) least. There's a video. There's a video of just two dogs like fucking and shitting in the ring somewhere. Vince falls asleep every night to just (laughs) B-roll dogs. Where are those dogs fucking? That's where the money's at. That's where it is. It's going to get us in all the papers. <laughs> that was Tales from the Kayfabe, guys. Thanks for coming by, Sean. Yeah, thank you, Sean. Thank you, Sean. Bye. Thanks for having me. Uh, I can't wait to come back if I'm ever invited back. Oh, of course. <laughs> of course. You're a sexpert now. You're a sexpert now. I am. Yeah. Hey guys, if you uh, like this podcast, please let us know. Uh, Subscribe on iTunes. Also, you can like our Facebook page. Go to Facebook and type in Tales from the Kayfabe. Uh, Tell us what you think of the show. All that good stuff. Also helps uh, if you leave like a comment and a a five-star rating on iTunes. And and your picture. And your uh, home address. And home address. And your your, social security number. Your VIN number. Your mother's maiden name. And blood type. Thank you. Bye.